Hi, it's Pete Ostrom, Charlie Bucket, and I happen to be the next guest for On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now... Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It's that time again. It's time for another edition of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with someone from the movie, TV, or music industry. And this is episode 190. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. And this week, we are going to be sitting down and talking with Peter Ostrom. He, of course, played Charlie Bucket in the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. It's the 40th anniversary of the movie, and we've got Charlie Bucket right here to talk about the Golden Ticket and the complete movie. So uh, sit back and get ready for that, because it's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And uh, let's see here. If you are, uh, if you're getting us on iTunes, evidently they've been having some issues, and uh, uh, our link that connects to them if you click on that, it's going to tell you that uh, it doesn't work anymore or something invalid or something. So the, something they've done uh, has changed. I don't know what it is. But um, if you just go back and go to iTunes and you click to subscribe once again, it'll all come back to you. You can get that. And uh, uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on. But uh, that's all you have to do. And uh, it uh, kind, of, kind of messes things up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, and the, the link currently on our page is not working right uh, to get to the, the subscribe of uh, on screen to be on on iTunes. So uh, bear with us. We're trying to get that corrected. But uh, if you are on iTunes, please take the time to uh, leave a little, uh, you know, five star review about us or whatever you want. And we'd appreciate that because that helps more people hear about us. Sure, you've got friends out there who you can tell, and they would find somebody in that 190 episodes of On Screen or Beyond who they would be interested in hearing uh, about or hear talk about their shows or movies that they were in and things like that. So uh, check it out. All right, let them let them check it out too. What do you say? It is time that uh, we once again take a peek at what's coming away in the month of December this time. We're getting to the end of the year, but this time we're going to be looking at what's coming away for remakes, sequels, and movies, and TV, DV releases, and all that sort of stuff in the month of December. And it starts right now with Remake Madness on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness coming your way in December in theaters. It looks like, oh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy arrives on December 9th in a remake of the TV miniseries that starred Alec Guinness. And this time, Gary Oldman's going to be leading that one. And on December 21st, we'll bring you The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with Daniel Craig. And also, The Adventures of Tintin comes your way on December 23rd with uh, Steven Spielberg at the helm and Peter Jackson directing. And, of course, with the voice talents of Daniel Craig once again and Jamie Bell. That's it for Remake Madness coming your way in theaters on December and coming up next, what's going to be new movies in December? Right here on On Screen or Beyond. 
New movies coming your way in December in theaters. It looks like on December 9th, The Sitter with Jonah Hill and Sam Rockwell hits theaters in a comedy about a suspended college student who babysits the kids next door. And New Year's Eve is a star-studded film from Gary Marshall. And on December 9th, that comes your way. And it stars Ashton Kutcher and Robert De Niro, Katherine Heigl, and Jessica Biel, Michelle Pfeiffer, John Lithgow, Halle Berry, and so many more. We'd just go on for that forever because it's a lot of stars. So check that one out. Meryl Streep stars as Margaret Thatcher on December 16th in The Iron Lady. And then you can look for We Bought a Zoo from Matt Damon as it lands in theaters on December 23rd. And once again, Steven Spielberg is bringing us another film in December. He is going to bring us War Horse on December 28th. And it tells the story of the friendship between a boy and a horse during World War One. That's it for upcoming movies in December in theaters. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as sequels? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sequel City. Well, sequels coming away in December. It looks like December 16th. Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows returns to theaters. And uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked on December 16th. There's another adventure where the Chipmunks comes your way. And Tom Cruise returns in Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol on December 21st. That is it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a peek at what's coming away on DVDs as far as TV shows in December. TV shows coming your way in December. Well, it looks like on December 6th, you can look for Big Love Season 5, Designing Women Season 5, The Game Season 4, Going My Way, The Complete Series, Law and Order Season 9, The Lucy Show Season 5, Portlandia Season 1, The Simpsons Season 14, and on December 13th, look for Family Guy Season 9, Gunsmoke Season 5, Volume 2, Sledgehammer, the complete series, and Spin City, season six. December 20th, it looks like the Donna Reed Show, season four, comes your way, along with Futurama, volume six, and One Tree Hill, season eight. And on December 27th, look for Archer, season one on Blu-ray, and season two on Blu-ray and on DVD. That is it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD in the month of December. <laughs> movies coming your way in December. Well, it looks like December 6th. You can check out Cowboys and Aliens, along with The Debt with Helen Mirren, and The Hangover 2, The Help, and Mr. Popper's Penguins. On December 13th, Fright Night comes your way, along with Kung Fu Panda 2, and... Rise of the Planet of the Apes. On December 20th, Dolphin Tale with Morgan Freeman and Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson. And on December 27th, check out Apollo 18 and Final Destination 5. 
That is it for movies on DVD coming your way in December. Next on On Screen and Beyond, I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Peter Ostrom, who, of course, played Charlie Bucket in the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. So we're not going to waste any more time. You've got the golden ticket. Peter Ostrom's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today in On Screen and Beyond, we take a trip to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and meet Charlie Bucket himself. It's Peter Ostrom. Peter, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. It's, it's fun to be here. Now, it's the 40th anniversary of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And uh, when making the film, did you get a feeling that this was going to be a very special film that people would remember? Uh, no. <laughs> None of us had any idea 40 years ago that 40 years in the future... 2011, that people would still be interested in what happened to all the kids, or would still be watching the film. So, it uh, it's it's kind of shocking, really, to think that what we did, uh, you know, back in 1970, still kind of impacts people today. So, we're pleased but surprised. Now, with this role, was this your first acting role? Uh, I had. I had done theater work at the Cleveland Playhouse in Cleveland, Ohio, but as far as motion pictures, film, this was my first and last role. So how did it come about? How did you, you know, did you audition or what, what sure. was going on? I, I worked at the Cleveland Playhouse and they had a children's theater and the casting agency knew of the theater and, and called the Playhouse and basically asked them if they had anybody that they would recommend you know, that kind of fit the description of the person that they were looking for to play Charlie. And my name was given to them. They came out to interview me, audition, and uh, we had no script at that point. I just read from the book, no video at that point, and we just had an old tape recorder, a Polaroid camera that she took several pictures, and then that went back to New York for the producer and the director to see, and I guess they liked what they saw, and then I came back to New York, oh, probably a month, month and a half later for a screen test. And really, I was in the right place at the right time. Must have been, you must have been uh, amazed that, I mean, first time out, you know, here you are trying out for a part, and you get this part in this major motion picture. We were excited. <laughs> yes, yes. It was like winning the golden ticket. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what was it like working with Gene Wilder? Both both Gene Wilder and Jack Albertson were were wonderful. They were they were kind of like my mentors. Um, Jack and I were a team, you know, Grandpa Joe and Charlie. And it's kind of interesting because each, you know, parent and child in the film they they kind of um, the adults help the kids, you know, in many ways. And Jack really helped me a lot, you know, you know, navigating the waters of, of the picture, but so did Gene, so had a nice relationship and and have nothing but fond memories. Yeah, of, he seems of, like of such picture. a nice guy. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, it was a lot of work, um, long process. I was filming from August uh, into December, and uh, it, uh, you know, the glamour, the glitz, the excitement, you know, that kind of wears off, you know, yeah. fairly quickly, right. and then then you realize, you know, that uh, it, it's going to be kind of a long haul, and but 
you know, they expected us, we were kids, but obviously they expected us, you know, to work as adults and be professional, and and uh, that's what we did. Now, with a bunch of kids, though, on a set, I mean, uh, on this magical set, were there times when the, the what, four or five of you were running around and, and, and having, you know, sure, times sure. when you weren't supposed right, to be? Right, right, exactly, yeah, but we didn't get into too much right. trouble. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, we had... Uh, all of us lived in the same hotel, um, so we saw each other, you know, after after work hours, and uh, we had to be in school three hours a day during, you know, during our work days. So our work days were were busy, but on weekends, you know, we got time to relax and travel. And the the best part was being in Munich, Germany, which is where the film was made. So was the entire film made right, there? Right. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So living in Munich was that was like the icing on the cake. That was that was wonderful. Yeah. How old were you when you were twelve? Twelve years old. And all old. of us, Paris, Denise, and Julie, and myself, we were all twelve, turned thirteen, and and Paris Simon was uh, ten, turned eleven when we were there. Mm-hmm. So we were all all about the same age. Now, what about uh, director Mel Stewart? How was it working for him? <laughs> Mel, Mel sometimes was difficult to work with, but that was just his personality. But, you know, we got along with Mel, and it was, you know, it was uh, sometimes not, he wasn't the easiest man to work with, but he knew what he wanted, and it worked. You know, he, he probably has more, had more wisdom than, than what we thought at the time, because what he created, you know, if it wasn't for Mel, we wouldn't be here today. So he knew what he wanted, and he just sometimes had a difficult time expressing what he wanted from you. But we got it done, and, and, and we're all still alive. So we all survived. They always say, you know, the hardest thing is to work with kids and animals. Oh, so, I, yeah. uh, you know. And I think, that, I think that was probably, he probably was a little leery of working yeah. with, with kids. But um, it, it worked out. It worked out fine. Now, you actually sang in the film, right? I, I did, and I probably shouldn't. Have. Did you have well, singing when I, when I, no. experience? <laughs> I am not a singer. I wasn't then, and I'm not now. And when I auditioned, uh, they said, and I think I sang like "My Country Tis of Thee" or "God Bless America," something like that. And they said, "Don't worry, we won't use your voice." But they ended up. They ended up. They ended up using my voice. And, and Jack was a more polished singer than myself, but they must have, you know, um, my counterpart, you know, Mark Lester and Oliver, who had, the, you know, just beautiful voice, you know, so maybe they were going for, you know, something a little bit different. You know, Charlie's poor, you know, maybe he shouldn't have the greatest voice in the world. So, Well, you know, I actually think that that made the film more realistic. It made correct, people feel right, that, you know, right. okay, this isn't it, some... Opera singer, right, you know, exactly. like, right, and, and I think you're right. I think the only part of me in the film that's not me is is burping. <laughs> There's somebody in California that burps for a living. So, so. how do you get a job doing right, that? I don't know, <laughs> but but they did great.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What was probably the most memorable moment in the film for you? Hmm. I, I, uh, probably working with Jack in our dance sequence because that's the the uh, scene that we started on rehearsing right when I got to Germany, and so doing that whole sequence was a lot of fun. And that was because the film's kind of divided, you know, with Peter and Jack the first half of the film, and then the kids in the factory the second half of the film so we did that before any of the other kids were there and so you know the, the spotlight was still on us and everything so probably that sequence yeah. you know. now with your theater uh, stage of acting beforehand did you have dance uh, a little experience? bit a little bit uh, I mean I had actually I don't think I had done any musicals um, so I had limited dancing yeah. experience. So now, why did you you stop acting after that? I did a little bit uh, more work at the Cleveland Playhouse, but I got involved in other things and, and ended up going to veterinary school. And I'm a veterinarian now, yeah. and so my life took a different direction. You know, but it's hard. You know, how many uh, child stars or child actors go on to be success to be successful adult? Actors, very few. Yeah, you know the, the Jodie Fosters, the the Ron Howard. I mean, they're far and few between. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so what it, kind of animals do you work with? Uh, I mainly do large animals, dairy cattle, some horses, but mainly dairy cattle. Yeah. And our practice, we do dogs and cats and everything. But I visit farm after farm after farm, and uh, that that's it, it's a great job and a great uh, profession and. This is just kind of Willy Wonka in my past. It's, uh, it's nice to have on my resume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Final two questions. More of a personal note. What's your favorite TV shows of all time? What do you enjoy? Boy, I don't... Well, actually, now I'm kind of drawn to Top Chef. Top Chef, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is uh, a lot of fun. I, I, we've, we've enjoyed that. My daughter got me watching Top Chef, so... So I would say, I'd have to say Top Chef right now. What about movies? What's your favorite movies of all time? Not necessarily the one you were in, of course, but, uh, you know, what do you enjoy as far as a movie? Well, hmm. on a more serious note, um, um, Schindler's List, mm-hmm. um, I, I think, uh, really, and, and maybe because of my experience in Germany and visiting Holocaust museums and whatnot, but oh, yeah. Schindler's List, you know, kind of has a special um, spot. Um and um, hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think that's right up there. All right. Well, Peter, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and I, I, I've enjoyed it very much. Great. Very good. Thank you. Peter Ostrom, Charlie Bucket from the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. I appreciate him taking the time. And... Um, it's, it's, it's a shame he didn't continue on acting, because I think he would have uh, gone pretty far. But anyways, uh, 
that is it. The 40th anniversary of Willie Walker and the Chocolate Factory. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a good film. And let's see here. Now, once again, I want to remind you about the uh, the uh, problems with iTunes. Uh, <laughs> something's going wrong, and some people have been telling me that they haven't been able to get the last couple of weeks of uh, of uh, episodes of On Screen and Beyond because uh, something's not working. And uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on. But if you still are trying to get it from iTunes, you can actually go to iTunes, go into the search, and type in On Screen and Beyond. It'll bring us up. Uh, our episodes are there. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't give the description, but I don't know what's going on there either. But um, if you just uh, click on those episodes, it'll download them for you. But uh, the link on our website that says subscribe, uh, for some reason, that's not working either. So uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on. But uh, you can still get uh, the episodes of On Screen and Beyond by going to iTunes, if that's the way you prefer to do it. And uh, you just have to click down on each one individually or resubscribe, and you can uh, then download. Uh, it'll send you continuously each week. Uh, there must be some glitch or something. I don't know what's going on. But anyways, uh, also, of course, you can always get the episodes right here at onscreenandbeyond.com, and uh, yeah, you can check it out there. So until next week, I think that's about it. Uh, well, I just want to remind you, too, that if you'd like to send us a suggestion of a guest or if you just want to chat, just send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will get back to you. And that is just about it. That is a wrap for this week's show of On Screen and Beyond. So until next week when we bring you another great guest, and I hope you're going to join us for that, it's a wrap, and until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care. Mm -hmm.